Hi, I'm Christy Lee, DJ for WJTL Radio. Welcome back to the Praise and Worship Podcast. This is episode number 12, and my guest is Lauren Lee of North Point Worship. We've got some new music to talk about and songs and sentiments for this season that we're in. I got to tell you, Lauren has got such a good perspective. This is the reason that I do this podcast. I just love the way that she shares her story. You know, even if you can't relate to postpartum depression, struggles and waiting, disappointment, these are things we can all relate to. Now, if you can relate to postpartum depression, you might be extra encouraged by how Lauren talks about her own experience and the song that came out of it. We also talk about songs and artists writing songs for this season, how she got involved with North Point Worship, her obsession with punctuality, which I find very interesting, and something pretty obvious we both have in common, the middle name Lee. In fact, that's how the conversation starts. Let's get going. Today on the podcast, I am talking with North Point Worship, worship leader, Lauren Lee. Hey, Lauren. Hi, thanks for having me. Totally. And I love this because my middle name is Lee. It's spelled L-E-I-G-H. You got the cool one. Well, my mom, (laughs) it's her middle name too. So she's L-E-E. Okay. So I don't know. I always thought that was the cool one. So my dad's middle name is Lee, and that's nice. why I was named Lauren Lee. So maybe we're related, all these Lees. We should start a club. <laughs> <laughs> Got to think of a name first. But I'm really excited to talk with Lauren. I, I have loved uh, kind of seeing all of these songs start to come out this year. Um, but speaking of the beginning of the year, I noticed something that you posted on social media, and I think I'd like to start with this. And it's this line that you said about a year of more authenticity and less polish. Um, Mm. There's so much gold in the dirt. Did you have any clue? (laughs) No, (laughs) ma'am. I think everyone, it's like no polish, so much dirt, and so much authenticity. Whoa, right? I know. I mean, I think Sometimes I think God puts things in our hearts uh, beforehand to prepare us. Yeah. You know, he's just like, hey, you might want to get ready for this. Um, and that's definitely been the case uh, for me personally. I mean, um, right now we're doing an interview in my in my COVID office, which is my bedroom. So, I mean, you're I'm in my life. At, I'm fully. at home too. Yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I think this year has... I don't know. It has taken a lot. Oddly, it's taken masks off and put masks on. Mm. Uh, But, you know, I think it's just made people be like, what's important? And I don't know, prioritize just being real. Totally. Uh, Lauren has gotten really real with her latest song. Now, let's I'll just give you the, the catch up to speed with North Point Worship. Of course, from Death Was Arrested, that's like you're number one hit from the group right now. Um, North Point was inside out, changed to North Point Worship. And since Death Was Arrested, they've released a whole EP, which is based on one of my favorite Bible verses, Abundantly More. And now in 2020 are working toward, I think a total of 12 song releases were up to number four, two of which are from Lauren Lee. The first one just getting started, so appropriate. And this latest one uh, is called Light Breaking Through. So let's talk a little bit about how this song, no pun intended, but how this song was birthed because there's a process here. Right. So tell us about it. Yeah. Um, so uh, just as a group, we often do co-writes together and um, sometimes people bring ideas to the co-writes and sometimes they just happen. Um, 
And this particular one was me, uh, Brandon Coker, who wrote Death Was Arrested, and then um, Jared Hamilton. And we kind of started with this, like, upbeat kind of fun thing, and it just was not happening. Um, probably very much because of what I was going through personally. Um, and so I just kind of sat at the piano and started to play this chord progression, and they were like, that, that's what we need to chase. And... Um, Really, the song, I mean, they didn't know, but I was going through a really um, deep and heavy period of postpartum depression. Um, my daughter's 10 months old now, um, but at the time, I think she was like around three months old and it was really bad. But people didn't know because I I was afraid. Honestly, I was embarrassed. Um, I think there's still a stigma around depression of any kind, um, especially in the church, sadly. Um, so they didn't know, but as the song was being written, it was just like, I was kind of like word vomiting, you know, just like bleh, all these things that I had been hiding and um, trying to deal with on my own. And so the song really became my own personal anthem um, and really my own personal prayer. Like I'm going through this and it's really dark and it's really heavy, but I see that tiny bit of light breaking through the darkness and, you know, and I know that, that that's Jesus. Like I needed Jesus in that moment. Um, and counsel and prayer and friends and medicine, you know, um, but Jesus and, um, how he works through all those things. So, um, yeah, it was such a personal song to me. And then it's just, it's been really cool because it came from such a vulnerable place, but I have seen other people, hear it and relate it to their own story. And it's not even, you know, postpartum, it could be, you know, a litany of things. So it's been really, I mean, glory to God, it's just been really cool to see people be impacted and hopefully given hope through the song. It's interesting how something so deeply personal can be relevant to so many people. Yes. And also how it can go from that season to the one that we're in right now, there's a few themes. It's funny how they kind of started at the beginning of the year. I know people were like 2020, awakening, <laughs> revival, light breaking through, like yeah. light, lights on a lot of people's hearts. And it's interesting how God moves in ways that we would never vote for or expect right. to accomplish the things that we may have been anticipating anyway. Um, but right now in this season, there's a few songs that are along the same heart as Light Breaking Through. Cody Carnes is a, a, a big name that comes to mind with with his anthem. Um, are there any others that have personally meant a lot to you, songs of worship um, that have helped to get you through your tough time? Yeah, I mean, um, we we are really close to Maverick City mm -hmm. um, music stuff and their music has always, I felt, create had a really great balance between like, this is the reality of life, um, but this is like the hope that we have in Jesus yeah. and the future that we get to look forward to in heaven. And so it's, I think sometimes like, I'll speak for myself, but in Christian music, I, I've been afraid to write songs that are heavy because... You know, I want to remind people like Jesus is, has joy for you and comfort and, you know, but the truth is like, obviously we're all going through a season right now um, where life does not look like we thought it was going to at all. Um, and who knows what the future holds, you know, and there's a lot of um, fear and 
um, just unknowns. And I think it's important to speak to that in Christian music. So I've loved Mav City stuff. Um, I love, uh, I love Cody Carnes. I love Corey Asbury. I just feel like a lot of people are taking that step to be like, this is what's real, but that almost makes the hope even more beautiful. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a whole batch of really real deep, raw songs, even corporate and personal kind of worship out of the season that we're in right now. Um, I mean, the week that you and I are talking right now is massively stacked with yeah. all kinds of turmoil, tension, all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. So I can't wait to hear what comes out of it. Um, and it even seems like it's speeding up. The normal length of time it would take to release a song is like, oh, that was like the olden days. Now it's yeah. it's fast, it's much faster. Yeah. yeah, because I think people are seeing like kind of full circle going back. Like people aren't looking for polish. You don't need to take four months to perfect a song right now. People just need hope. They need content. They need to know that the people they've been listening to for years are with them and experiencing the same things with them. And so I think not that quality has gone down, but I think, I think, I don't know. I think just empathy has gone up. And so it's like, we just got to get content out there so people know we're with them, you know? Totally. Uh, Do you have any other, do you have any other songs North Point Worship has in the near future? That are coming so, out. So we actually just released two new songs, mm-hmm. um, May 29th. So it was, it was but it, well, like you said, with everything going on, it's kind of been um, lost in the shuffle, which is totally fine. But I think they're great songs, so I want to bring attention to them. Um, one song's called Oh, What a Miracle, um, sung by Seth Condry. Great song. Um, and then another song called Why We Sing, um, which was written by um, Brandon, myself, and Clay Finnison, who sings it on the record. Um, and I think they're both just really beautiful songs of hope. So I definitely encourage people if you're, you know, if you need a little bit of that in your life to check them out. Um, like you said, we're trying to release, I think it's 12 songs this year. And then those songs will make up one album by the end of the year. Um, and it's been kind of cool to see what songs get. Um, written out of this time and how the album's kind of taking shape as the year goes on. So we'll see what the finished product is going to be. Totally. And at WJTL, we have played the two singles that came out just a few days ago on Friday. I think they're really good, optimistic, uh, faith-packed, and congregational. Really, really good songs. So highly recommend. And I love that the shape that the album is taking already is really personal and is really congregational. That's a really nice balance. Yeah, I think that, I mean, I think that's our heart. I mean, we're all, everyone involved as an artist, everyone involved yeah. feels really deeply. And obviously when you have that many people um, in a group, everyone's going through a different thing. So I think it's important to write personal songs, but we all love the church. And um, I think before artists, we're all worship leaders. So I think that description, I'm happy to hear you say that because I think that's what we're going for, you know, that personal, but also like we're all in this together type of thing. So yeah. How long have you been involved at North Point? Not very long. Um, My husband and I moved here, um, I think it's a year, a year ago. Yeah. Only one year ago. So we, uh, we jumped right in. Um, I was the worship and program arts pastor at a church uh, up in Wisconsin, which is very random. 
Um, and anyways, we felt God calling us to North Point and yeah, we jumped right in and we have felt very welcomed and we have family here already, which is awesome. That is cool. That's great to find a place and to plug in so quickly. Yes. And to kind of get your footing maybe a little bit before the craziness of, you know, mid 2020 began. Yes. Yeah. I'm very grateful for those, uh, you know, like basically eight months or whatever before the craziness hit to kind of solidify those friendships and stuff like that. That was a blessing for sure. Right. And then to take, I mean, for any church right now to kind of, it's not going on hold, but it's figuring out how to do everything differently um, Mm -hmm. while some parts are on hold. So (laughs) I can't imagine what that was like for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I'm really grateful for strong leadership at North Point and they, um, you know, addressed the situation really quickly and came up with a plan very quickly, which was awesome. And, um, yeah, I couldn't be, I couldn't be more grateful for how they've handled everything, but it's definitely, it's weird. I mean, I don't know what every other church is doing, but for us, we're still going in, um, you know, not hugging anyone, but recording, uh, like services and stuff. And Mm -hmm. it's very weird to be doing that to like an empty auditorium. Right. But we got to do what we got to do, you know? Yeah. For worship leaders, when most of the time you are responding to the room and they're responding back and it's this corporate thing all together and do not have that feedback, um, very weird, very strange. Yeah. I think for me, it's just been helpful to, to, um, like think about the families that are sitting in their living room or the single person or the group of friends or whatever roommates sitting in a living room together and just trying to lead them. Um, even though it looks different and it might feel awkward in the moment, like I just try to picture them. That's helpful. Cause otherwise it's just really weird to look at an empty seat. Yeah. Totally. That's what we do in radio too. Yeah. <laughs> All the time you picture somebody and you talk to them. So yeah, yeah, that's a good skill. Um, I, I would love, if you don't mind, I would love to go back around and talk a little bit about going through postpartum depression. I think that that is something that a lot of people go through. And when you're going through it, you probably feel like you're doing it alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so since you've been through it and, and have, so many good things to share out of, you know, your story. I'd love to just talk about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, could I just ask first, like, when did you realize this was actually something official, something big? You know, when you have a baby at such a happy time and right. then um, to think that maybe you're actually struggling with something like that. I think it was for, I, and I can only speak for my experience, but I think it was kind of just... um seeing like the reflection of my actions or my feelings, um, with other people. What I mean by that is like, um, other people would be like, oh, well, I'm sure it's really hard to, um, you know, leave your baby like in the nursery so quickly, you know? And I'd be like, yeah, really hard, you know? Um, so just like these things were like, people would be like, oh, I'm sure you just miss her whenever, um, cause I was traveling a little bit. Like, I'm sure you just miss her so much when you're traveling. And I'd be like, yeah, really I do. You know? So just like those kind of like 
not, I mean, and I don't think it's wrong to feel like I'm glad for a break, but there were just several things that happened where I was like, hmm, maybe I'm not feeling like normal, you know, um, whatever normal is after having a baby. Um, yeah, that's really, really hard for moms overall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody has a normal, but um, really it was just the people closest to me being like, hey, you do not seem like yourself. Um, so I'm very grateful for that because truthfully, I probably would have just like, continued on um, because to me it, it felt normal because that's what I felt inside. Um, so I'm very grateful for people who are around me to be like, hey, we love you and we want you to be healthy for you. And this doesn't seem like, you know, your healthiest. Um, so that was really kind of the first inkling, yeah. I guess. So then what helped from there? What's a good next step to take if someone else is kind of in that same spot? Um, well, I went to the doctor and that was really hard because I think um, I don't know about everyone else's like Christian experience. But for me, um, a lot of the times it's like, well, pray, 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 pray. And I'm like, well, that's not helping me. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it was really honestly kind of like um, humbling to go to the doctor. So, um, yeah, I went to my doctor and I told her what was up and she was like, well, we have things for that. So. I mean, everyone's journey looks different, I'm sure. Um, but I think just not being a, that post at the beginning of the year, you know, not being afraid to be authentic. God has been working on me in that in many, many areas. Um, and I think that was one thing he was working on in me in that to not be afraid to say, like, I actually really need help. And it's not just going to be prayer this time. So, yeah. I, I think that it is more it, with the church. It does make it harder, maybe in some of those situations to ask for medical help when you really need it. Um, I did notice after, uh, over the past year, there have been some things that we've gone through as a, a country where people have started to speak up about mental health, taking care of those things, getting the help when you need it and helping others who might be needing it. Right. Um, so I just think it's a good encouragement for everybody. Of course, um, my mom like literally, literally wrote a book called Healing Prayer and Medical Care. So our family has this combination of appreciating a mix of both. Both are great. Doctors have really wonderful knowledge and experience and things that can help you. God is the great physician. Um, yeah. Go to both of them. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I totally. Mean? It's not a one, it's not, I, I really think as a believer, it's not one or the other. I think it's, it can be a beautiful marriage of both. And I need, I needed Jesus too. Like, it wasn't just like, I went to the doctor and said, what can you do for me? Um, it was both because it was a, it was a physical and a spiritual yeah. thing. So I think both, I would love to read that book, <laughs> actually. <laughs> it's, and it's hormonal and it's chemical oh, oh, and it's, you know, sleep related. There's so many contributions and everything really needs to be taken care of, which as a new mom is near impossible. Right. Everybody. <laughs> so. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think it's just about surviving, honestly, and, and trying to see the beauty in the little moments, you know, like, wow, you smiled for the first time or, you know. Totally. Stuff like that. So, yeah, it's 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 traumatic and beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I wanted to say that the vocal, I should have said this before, the vocal on Light Breaking Through is gorgeous. It's Thank gorgeous. You. It really is. Um, so for those who haven't heard the song yet, 
It's amazing. So definitely listen to that one. Keep an eye out for more music on the way from North Point Worship. And um, Lauren, before I let you go, I do have to ask, because on social media, not many people have this in their about information. (laughs) So she says three things. Jesus follower, check. Writer of songs, yes. And the third one is obsessed with punctuality. (laughs) I love that. I've never seen that before. Another thing that would make you a very good radio DJ because timing is very, very important. Man, maybe I need to think about a career change then. Oh, no, just an addition. <laughs> just do both. Is Yeah, it's fine. I am so curious about that, though. Where did this start in your life that punctuality was uh, a key thing? I don't know, but it has been it's been a common thread. And I thought, I think this is something that makes me unique. So I'll put it on my bio. But yeah, I love being on time. I hate when I'm late. I hate when other people are late. Um, So it's uh, which is kind of funny because um, God paired me up um, with a human being who I think love language is uh, tardiness. So, um, yeah, it's been definitely, we have, we have helped each other grow in that, but, um, and you yeah, mean your husband, I'm, right? Yes. Okay. Cause yes. your baby is another human being who probably <laughs> is true. not valuing punctuality at all. That's very true. And she has taught me to, you know, sometimes you just can't get to things on time and that's okay. But yeah, no, my, my husband was the first, was the first person to forgot that God really ushered in to use, uh, to help me to release my grasp on that. But I do. I love a good punctual person. I was so I was so happy that you called me right at it was 1130 on the dot. And I was like, this girl's gonna be my friend. Well, I knew you'd be <laughs> waiting. I knew you'd be ready. That's that so nice. <laughs> that, so that awesome. made me really happy. I love that. Um, and I love fun. that God paired you up with somebody. Isn't it funny how who you're married to? It's just interesting what what the matches and things that don't match what what God does with all of that. I know it is. He he knows he has a bigger plan. And he's helping me be a better person. And hopefully I'm doing the same. There you go. Well, Lauren, you are delightful. I love your camo shirt and your hair Thank looks you. cute. Your earrings are amazing. I love your music too. And your perspective on all of this. Um, I can't wait to see what other gold you find in the dirt. Thank you. I have a feeling you have a metal detector of some spiritual kind. So... I'm trying, girl. We're all trying. Nice. Well, keep up with us. And thanks for talking today. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. (laughs) Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Big thanks to Lauren Lee. Wasn't she awesome? I just love her. Love how she shared how real she was in this interview and how her songs are also authentic, hopeful, encouraging. Make sure you check them out. Follow her on social media, North Point Worship as well, as they are cranking out more new music here in 2020. And I also got to say, they are fun to follow. Lots of personality and great interaction. Speaking of social media, I hope that you friend and follow me on Facebook and Instagram. You'll find me if you search WJTL Praise and Worship. And join me for Sunday mornings on WJTL, the Praise and Worship program from 6 until 10. Expect congregational favorites, the weekly worship new release roundup, themes, and more locally at 90.3 on your FM dial and streaming at WJTL.com or the freshly updated WJTL app. 
You can also, of course, listen on your smart speaker or device. And by the way, I did mention my mom's book. If you're interested, Healing Prayer and Medical Care, my mom's name is Abby Abledness. And you can find the book on Amazon. While I'm doing some thank yous, a shout out to Nathan Hurst of Attic Studios in Harrisburg, PA for those merry music notes you're hearing in the background. It's a track called Vision, one of his many bright and brilliant ones under the moniker Wes Hale. He has a few monikers. Check him out on social media. Get in touch if you'd like him to produce or record your next project at Attic Studios. And one final thank you to you for listening. I appreciate it. Get in touch with me and interact on social media. WJTL Praise and Worship. And I'm going to leave you just with that quote. I love what Lauren Lee posted at the beginning of the year. I'm going to end the podcast with this because it's still something that's spinning in my heart, in my mind, hoping that 2020 can be a year of more authenticity, less polish. There's so much gold in the dirt. Be encouraged and be of good cheer. Talk to you soon.